Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Cubs Corner. My name is Anthony Pasquale, and as always, the Cubs Corner is brought to you by Coach's Bar and Grill on the northwest side of Chicago. Obviously, the Cubs season is over, but they are open all year long, especially got some great deals around the Bears games, so make sure to check them out. Wow, don't know where to start. The Cubs season took a disastrous spiral towards the end, and ultimately the Cubs finished with 84 wins and missed the playoffs, and we'll be watching them from their couches without a manager. The Cubs let go of Joe Madden in a mutual decision that was brought to our attention yesterday. Um, and so I just want to start with what some of the players had to say about Joe as a manager. We'll start with Ben Zobrist. He said, as a team, there's a sadness there that we feel and that I feel personally as a player. I think players always feel that way when a manager has to move on after a season. We feel like as players, we could have done a bit, a bit better. Later said, when I look at my career, he's at the top. I don't know that there's been anybody that has been more of an advocate for me personally as a player. I've seen him from the first year that he managed to now, and I've seen his consistency and the things that he's always done and always been good at. And John Lester said, in 2015, he was the first one to believe in this. He did what we all came here to do, what Theo built this team to do, win a World Series. After 108 years, we won a World Series, so Joe should be revered as a legend here. He's probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, manager in Cubs history. I don't know the numbers on that, but I would put him up there without even knowing them. I think he should definitely be looked at that way. I think his time here should be looked at in a positive light all the way around. That's how I'm going to look at it. I have cherished the last five years playing for him, and this next chapter will be fun and exciting for all of us, including him. Joe the person is genuine. He cares about everybody in that clubhouse. That's from John Lester. Next, we'll hear from the 2016 NL MVP, Chris Bryant. He's always available to me, and that even if he might be on the other side somewhere else, he's always a phone call away. That's what Chris Bryant said about Joe Madden. And that means a lot. That was his message to me after his five years here. He's always here. His door's always open, and I can talk to him about anything, and I did. Some of my favorite moments with him are just me and him sitting in his office, breaking down how I'm feeling or what I'm doing at that certain moment in time. And for him to tell me to keep doing that, even though he's not going to be here, it means a lot for me. Anthony Rizzo was, on, was the only Cub that experienced life without Joe Madden. And he said, from losing 100 games to winning 100 plus, Joe has changed my life, changed my career, and I love him like a dad. When I talk to Joe, we're talking baseball, we're talking the game, we're talking situations, we're talking life. That's the best part. So you can go in and say, Joe, I had a couple of shots and a beer last night. And he'll say, good, just try to hit the middle one. Rizzo said that that happened in 2015. And not to mention just those four core guys, but Ian Happ, Wilson Contreras, they've all been impacted by Joe Madden. You see him hug Wilson Contreras before games and do handshakes with Happ give Rizzo a bear hug, always keep Bryant's spirits high. He was such a good manager for this team and came in at the exact right time. And next on this podcast, I know we have a busy week coming up. We're going to review the season, talk more on Joe, the potential replacements for Joe, 
and we're also going to talk to Dave Kaplan and Tony Andraki about the future of this Cubs team and a recap of the season. But for this episode, I want to keep it brief and give Joe a thank you letter of my own. Dear Joe Madden, I'm personally very sad to hear that your run as Cubs manager is coming to an end. But without further ado, I'd like to thank you for everything that you have brought me, my family, Cubs fans everywhere, and this organization. Thank you for believing in Jed and Theo's plan and executing it. Thank you for believing in the organization and putting the Cubs on the map when you decided to come here in 2015. Thank you for making me proud to wear a Cubs hat and jersey around again. Thanks for teaching young players to be themselves, letting Javi be Javi, teaching Willie how to be himself, and many other young prospects, and turning them all into stars. Thank you for leading All-Stars, MVPs, Rookies of the Year, and Cy Youngs, and champions. Thank you for your maddening decisions, allowing me to text my dad and say, you'll never guess who's batting leadoff today, or guess who Joe put in right field. Thank you for your maddenisms, like to never let the pressure exceed the pleasure, to embrace the target, to do simple better, to own it now, to respect 90, or to try not to suck. Thank you for not sucking. Thank you for establishing a winning culture. And thanks for the expectations of winning that ultimately led to you being let go. Thank you for making a 95-win season feel like a disappointment and an 84-win season feel like a failure. Thank you for 471 regular season wins. Thanks for two NL Central titles. Thanks for three straight NLCS appearances. Thanks for four straight playoff trips. Thanks for 19 playoff wins and six playoff series wins. Thank you for making flying the W a regular occurrence. Thanks for allowing the dreams of Cubs fans alive and past to come true. Thanks for letting my dad send a text to his siblings saying it's all over, we did it on that November night in 2016. Thank you for that World Series ring. Thank you for breaking the curse. Thank you for ending the drought. Thanks for the banner that'll wave in right center field saying the Cubs are 2016 World Series champions. Thank you, Joe, for bringing us a World Series. Joe, your legacy will never be tarnished here in Chicago. And I wish you success wherever you go in the future, whether it's the Padres or the Angels or staying in, in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. Unless, of course, it's against the Cubs, then I cannot wish you success. I hope that a statue is placed in front of Wrigley Field somewhere, a statue of you, in honor of the many contributions you gave to this organization. But one more time, from the bottom of my heart, my family's hearts, the organization, and the hearts of Cubs fans everywhere. Thanks, Joe. That's all the time we have here today on the Cubs Corner Podcast. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back later this week with more episodes, but for now, give thanks to Joe. He made it happen in 2016, and he'll probably make it happen somewhere else. But he gave us the best five years of Cubs baseball that any living soul can remember. So thanks, Joe. Have a great day, everybody. Fly the W, and we'll see you soon.
Thank you for coming to the Cubs Corner.